and, and everyone we're able to touch. But uh, I started uh, in the KW system as a team leader. Um, so I have a huge, huge heart for that role. Um, and it's still uh, probably my favorite role that this company offers. Um, so started as a team leader, was a team leader for a couple of years, and then became the OP of, uh, of the market center that I was a team leader of. Um, hired an incredible team leader, Katie Benson, who, who many people know and, and really was the, the start of something, uh, just a phenomenal partnership and, and growth within the company. Um, I'm an OP uh, of five market centers here in Oregon now and, um, and then helped open up uh, KW Costa Rica. So I'm operating RD down there uh, for KW Costa Rica. I was a maps coach for, for some time and, and right now really focused on, on building um, really a, 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 an expansion empire, um, really mentored by Gary and um, been building that expansion team now, I guess, for about three and a half, almost four years. Um, we're in a, about 10 states, 20 cities, and um, the expansion team production-wise will will hit probably close to 1,500 homes this year, um, just under a half a billion dollars in volume and, and about 12 million in, in gross commission income. So, um, you know, I, I, I like to say, I think like an agent, um, I feel like a team leader and, uh, and I act like an OP. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. So, but let me ask you this before we dive in, because I really want to talk about your expansion three and a half years and what you're doing is just amazing. And I know there's been, some debate, some uneasiness about expansion, and I'd, I'd like to take some of the cloud off of that, but uh, why are you so optimistic about being part of Keller Williams? I mean, you've got a pretty big empire going on, so why are you so optimistic about what we're doing as a company? Yeah, that's a great question, I, and, I, and I'm pretty open um, about, well, about everything. Um, I, I oftentimes get asked that question, hey, as you continue to build and build, um, your roots keep on going deeper and deeper and deeper at this company. And, and I often share that I'll never leave it. Uh, I think optimism is an interesting word. I think sometimes people like think, well, I'm just an optimistic person. And, and that, that interestingly enough is probably not my core. Um, I believe optimism isn't blind. Right. Um, I believe optimism is, is positivity towards the future but that positivity has to be founded in, in reason, and it typically comes from a track record. So yeah. track record is built on trust, and, and trust is built on relationship, and my trust and relationship um, with this company is incredibly deep. I, I share openly with, with our agents at my offices, I've shared openly with Gary, that I am not a brand loyal person. Like I am, I am not, right, I'm not loyal to, to any brand. Um, I'm, I'm loyal to leadership. I am leadership loyal. And yeah. so as long as the leadership yeah. in this organization is the best leadership in the industry, that's where I'll be. And, and starting with Gary and moving to Josh, right? Yeah. That's why I'm here. But I think for us on this call, right? And I'm on these calls every single week. Yeah. I think that our obligation then is to, to challenge ourselves. Are we a leader that people can be loyal to or, or will want to be loyal to? So from an RD to an OP, from an OP to a TL, and to a TL to our agents, are our agents leadership loyal? And if they, if they are not, then that, that's on us to look at our leadership and say, hey, how do we become a, a leadership loyal organization? Yeah, I love what you just said, Chris, because when we study like agents who've left Keller Williams, often the case is they didn't leave Keller Williams. They left a leader. They left a an operator or a team leader that they got crossways about, they don't generally leave leaders. And I love what you just said about leadership loyalty. That's amazing. Uh, you know, Lucas, I, I think um, one, of the, one of the greatest books I've read in, in some time, uh, in the 70s, a guy named James Karst wrote the book, Finite and Infinite Games. And that, that phrase has become more popular recently because Simon Sinek, um, a much more popular author than James Carr's, rewrote almost that book uh, here just in October. And, and his book is Infinite Games. And I think every leader um, should read that book. And, and he says that there are five, there are five sort of keys to make sure that we're playing an infinite game. I think market center ownership and leadership is an infinite game, right? These market centers need to go on forever, well past my life and your life and, and current leadership life. And, and the first step to, to build an infinite game, he said, was advancing a just cause. So again, does your market center have a just cause? I love Wendy's conversation earlier that right now, what can we do? Get behind a cause, right? If, if you're advancing a just cause as a company, as an office, or as a team, 
we're going to win. We have to build trusting teams, which is step two. We need to study our worthy rivals. Um, we need to prepare for flexibility. And then number five is we need to demonstrate the courage to lead. And, and those five sort of keys will sort of drive towards this infinite game that I believe that we're playing in expansion, but I'm just modeling the infinite game that Gary Keller's playing. <laughs> He's a pretty good model to go there. So since you bring up expansion, let's talk about that because I, I want to help OPs understand and wrap their heads around. Uh, I actually am living, walking my talk because you actually have an expansion partner, actually a expansion team in one of the market centers I'm the OP of, and it's been working with Holly and your team, Marley, Jack, working with your team has been so easy as an OP. So if I'm an OP team leader, market center leader, productivity coach, you've had almost all the rules. Why would I want to have an expansionist in my market center? Answer that. What's the benefit? Well, I think the, fir the first thing as a business owner, um, our, a team leader and an OP is responsible for driving profit share. And we only drive profit share if we collect company dollar. And so as I look back, rolling 12 months experience, right, our expansion organization has, has paid just over a million dollars in company dollar to the, to the market centers that we are partnered with. Now, some agents take a step back and say, well, gosh, how do I reduce that? I, I act like an OP, right? So, so I say, how do I continue to receive value from the offices that I'm part of so that I have zero problem paying a million dollars in company dollars? It's a cost of doing business, right? And, and I'm proud of the fact that we have contributed a million dollars into the businesses of OPs. Now, I would also say as, as a team leader or an OP, how much of like, have I gotten my unfair share of the company dollar being generated by expansionists? I, I hope so. Uh, like, we're not in that many offices. And if we've generated a million dollars for our piece, that's a good reason. Right? <laughs> that's a real good Back reason <laughs> with, with expansion. Because productive expansion organizations should be generating company dollar and more company dollar than you ever had with a partner if they were in your world before. So, number one. I think it's company dollar. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So company dollar, I'm all in on the million dollars and I'm betting Chris, your opportunities may grow after this call We're with OP smart OPs would be looking at this call like, okay, he's not in my market center. Let me reach out to him right now and see if we can partner together. But that's Well, I think like an agent, so I'm good with that. <laughs> that's awesome. So, okay. So company dollar, what other benefits are there to, to me as, as an OP or market center leader? Uh, a couple things. I think, um, we, we all talk about right, attracting cappers, but growing cappers is a big deal as well. So uh, as, as expansion agents plug into their expansion hubs, right, the organizations that they've joined, two things should happen. One, they should increase their production. If they're not, they shouldn't be there. Um, and so teams that are now part of expansion, one of the big conversations we have is growth and growth from outside the market center. So our teams collectively become recruiting hubs for our team leaders, right? They are almost assistant team leaders in those market centers. So in each, in each office that we have uh, a team, we ultimately have a, an assistant team leader partnering with those team leaders. They have conversations with those team leaders. Who am I recruiting? Um, you've, you've You've seen our organization where we have a director of talent acquisition engaging with the team leader, Holly Priestner, and say, what, what company should I target? Uh, who, who's on your target list that you haven't been able to recruit? We've recruited people that, that actually are no, not even part of experience, um, but to Keller Williams in that conversation. So, so recruiting is a big deal. Training in the market center, I think, is a really important factor as well. Um, I don't believe that anything an expansionist does um, should not be done by every agent in our office. In fact, expansion systems orientation, ESO, like we can, we can drop off expansion and just call it real estate systems orientation because it's yeah. the best real estate course that's been ever written. And I believe that if we delivered that to our agents, we would be doing them a favor. So training and coaching within the market center should be happening from the, from the expansion partners that you have in your market center. Um, so you have company dollar, you have recruiting, you have training and coaching, um, and and the sort of the, the the sort of the outlier is um, oftentimes we've gotten calls from regional directors, or we've gotten calls from team leaders, and say that have said, "Hey, I'm I'm worried about this team. Like we we have to double down on retention with this team." 
and I'll share without without sharing any names. Um, there have been three three big teams, like big teams uh, within Keller Williams, um, that were that were close to potentially leaving, um, and they had offers on the table with cash um, from other organizations and companies. Uh, they had uh, one foot out the door, and we got brought into a conversation outside of joining our organization, but what expand, what the expansion opportunity looks like within our organization. We need to do a better job at telling that story. The easiest way to tell that story is to have someone in your market center that's living that story. Yeah. Because agents, big agents that leave, again, they're either leaving for leadership, which they should never leave this company for leadership, or they're leaving for opportunity, which they should never leave this company <laughs> yeah. for we just have to share our leadership journey and share the opportunity a little bit stronger. I love that, Chris. Awesome. I love your heart. I love your mindset. So one thing, we're up against the clock a little bit. We've got Annie Swit and Jason Abrams. You're, you're the warm-up band for Annie and Jason. So one thing that you'd want to leave with our leaders from your perspective of us as a company, you wearing multiple different hats, you're kind of the poster child of the opportunities that could be there for anybody at our company. What's the one thing you think that in the next uh, 30, 60 days we need to focus in on? Uh, first from a leadership team, right? Um, I, I have a very, very clear vision right now that as I look at each leadership team within each office, they better love real estate agents. Yeah. yeah. If if I if I hear that conversation of, of frustration with agents or um, the phrase that we hear a lot in market centers, oh gosh, it's like it's like hurting cats. Or right, we hear these expressions, and that tells me you don't love real estate agents. Right now, we better love real estate agents. We have to have this mission, like this life's mission, that we want real estate agents to build experiential lives. They, our organization can give real estate agents better lives. Now yeah. we just have to figure out which tools are going to do that for them. So, so right now, the leadership teams have to buckle down and say, who here wants to help real estate agents for the next one year, three years, five years, 10 years, great, you're on my team. If you don't, you're probably not on my team anymore. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, that, that is going to come down to, to, to adoption of technology. Yeah, totally. if, we're not, if we're not going to demonstrate that, real estate agents don't love the, the process. They're, they're consumers, right? Agents are consumers. They buy what they can see. They buy what they can feel. They buy what they can touch. So as, as leaders, then we better show them what to see, what to feel, and what to touch, which means we have to be feeling it, touching it, and seeing it, and using it. So we'll talk probably a little bit later today of, of strateg- specific strategies that we can actually share with, with, with our agents as leaders, but if we're not doing it, our agents aren't going to do either. And here, here's the thing, Chris, I love what you just said, and, and we are going to get to Annie and Jason, is I think that it's possible that some team leaders and OPs, especially those two roles, fell in love with gross 10, but fell out of love with the agent. We need to get back in love with the agent that helps us get to the gross 10 or whatever the gross goal is for a market center. And Lucas, I would, I would, I would challenge the fact that when we fell into the love with gross 10, it's because human beings are typically finite. We like to set a goal, knock it down, kill it, drag it back home. Like that goes back to right early, early man and woman in the cave. That's a finite game. Yeah. And guess what? We won that game, right? We, we announced, hey, we're number one in agent count. But the infinite game is, is agents having awesome lives. Yeah. And, and we only do that with per agent productivity and driving production. And that's why technology, yeah, gross is going to happen. Agents are going to show up, but it's because they're going to show up because we have a solution that will make them more productive. Chris, thank you. You added so much value to us. Thank you so much for being on Absolutely. this call. Awesome, Appreciate Chris. all that you're doing. And if you ever need anything, Chris Suarez, you, you, you know to call me. Wendy, we're there for you, man. Appreciate thank you. my friend. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, Chris. And that leads us, Wendy, to the amazing, fantastic director of marketing, Annie Sweat. Annie, thank you so much for amazing. being here. Amazing. Oh, so amazing. Thanks for having me. And I have a special guest back from Hawaii a day early just to be with us. Oh, <laughs> oh, I'm in Jason Abrams. He was yeah. like, I need you to it's introduce you. <laughs> okay, fine. I'll introduce you, Jason. So Jason Abrams. I didn't say that. I didn't say that. <laughs> kind of. 
So, Annie, what are we working on at KWRI? Because you guys, I mean, honestly, the stuff that you're putting out right now is making our lives so much easier. And so talk to us a little bit about what we're doing. Sure. Well, one of the big things that we're working on, and I think we're going to see a lot of you guys there, and hopefully we're going to see a lot of your agents there, is a week from today. Mm -hmm. A week from today, we're going to kick off Future in Las Vegas. And I want to make sure that all of the leaders in the room, whether you're going to be with us or not, are really taking advantage of this is an opportunity for you to be hosting massive events in your market centers. So um, Jason and I were talking a little bit about it this morning, and um, I asked Jason as a team leader, what would you be doing? And he's like, I'd get into designs, and I would actually go steal some stuff off of the website, steal some imagery, and I would go in and create something. And I thought he had a really cool idea, which was um, create a door hanger, which is kind of funny because Jason used to laugh at me about door hangers because I get (laughs) so excited about them. But it turns out that they're one of the most highly used things in designs, which is maybe surprising, but awesome because you were writing. Yes. (laughs) Usually. Usually. (laughs) So to get into designs and create door hangers and maybe put them around the market center, we still have time to do that. You can do it in Lucas. You've designed flyers. You can do it in five minutes. I did it in four minutes. minutes. And Nick Baldwin laughed at me. So the normal people, maybe five, (laughs) right? Do it in five minutes, get them printed out. And then his idea was actually put the instructions on how I built this door hanger so that your agents can see my leaders are using command and they're getting invited to this really, really awesome event, which you're obviously going to be hosting in your market center. So we can use our tools. We can make sure that we're making the most of this event, which Jason is one of our hosts, which is probably the reason why he wanted a really special introduction today because he's feeling like a celebrity. I think he's a little disappointed you didn't have bump music for him as he walked walk up music we're, for we're, him. Next time. We'll get that the next but, but, but there's a massive opportunity here. Look, like, here's the guarantee. You're the only real estate company in the world to be hosting an event like this, mm-hmm. yeah. especially happening next week. Right now. <laughs> so, like, uh, if you don't take advantage of it, and, and, and I've, I've gotten so many different emails with questions. Where do I drive my agents? How do I do it? Here's what we did to make it even easier for you. When your agents log into their command, right on Monday, there's going to be a banner at the top that says click here to go to the live stream. So all they have to do is click it. We're also going to run that through their command mobile so that they'll be able to get that on their cell phone. Mm -hmm. And you'll start seeing the live stream banners come up on connect and everything today. So everybody should be able to log in. I think I saw a question come in saying, can we invite recruits? Yes, 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 for sure. Make sure that we invite recruits. And one of the things that we did to make sure that we didn't reserve this content to the Keller Williams family is we got in, we all know and love Nick, Nick Baldwin, who was here last week on this call. Um, With Lab Code Agents, his 100,000 plus Facebook group on, well, on Facebook. Um, (laughs) He's going to be live streaming the event there through Lab Code Agents. So we're going to have people from across the industry, not just related to Keller Williams, but people from across the industry tuning in to watch some of the biggest names in real estate talking about what's going on in real estate and where real estate is going to go. And then 30 vendors are actually going to be pitching for their spot in the Keller cloud to get um, integrated into command, which is pretty exciting. We get to determine who's next for well, us. Not just who's next, but keep in mind that the companies that, that, you know, there's only a one winner, right? But the companies that don't win are still viable real estate for options. Sure. So you, someone said to me the other day, they said, well, what do my agents get out of showing up and watching this? And I'm like, well, it's twofold. Number one, they're going to get best real estate practices from the most iconic real estate agents in the country talking about their subject matter. Number two, they're going to get an introduction to the three, what you and your agents voted on, the three leading third-party technology companies within 11 different sectors that matter most, all the way from lead gen to time management to AI to artificial, and you name it, it's going to be there. So if someone said to me, what's the can't miss date to know where the real estate business is going and which companies are helping drive it? It's this one. Mm-hmm. And your agents want to be a part of this because we had thousands and thousands and thousands of votes for these vendors. So even if you're not necessarily plugged into what this event is, I promise you that your agents have heard about it and they're excited about it because they're the ones who put in thousands and thousands of votes to let us know who should be on stage. So let's make sure we're making the most of it. And then also, um, I wanted to make sure that you guys knew that this Thursday, you have a bigger opportunity to see Jason um, in the 
Leadership and Action live stream. And I wanted to mention it this time because Jason's going to go through everything that leaders need to be preparing for in order to be ready for your Market Center website switchover, for everything that might be happening with our agents to make sure we're supporting them through December and into January. So I know that we send emails and we do a lot of communicating, but this is going to be one solid hour of making sure that everybody, not just MCAs, but OPs, team leaders, everybody should be jumping on this call to make sure that you're up to speed with all the tech transitions that are going to be happening. So this is if you have MLS questions, if you have what's happening with my Market Center website, all of that, this is going to be the place to be. And it's well, You're doing everything, aren't you, Jason? So what time is it going to be? I'm just finding out. I'm really excited about this. I sign him up for so much stuff when he's he off the plane from Hawaii. Anytime I can get together and talk all things MLS with all of our team, I would <laughs> that's going to be great. So, so what time on Thursday? That's 10 a.m. Central on Thursday. So it's And if you go to Connect Resources, the live stream calendar, that's all of them are there. But he's going to be 10 a.m. on Thursday, and it's called Leadership in Action. So I want to make sure we're all there. And then I'm going to do one last thing. We have a Cyber Monday sale going on. I don't know if you oh guys know this. Cyber Monday? Cyber Monday. What? Uh, your family reunion tickets are discounted today only. So if we have agents who are looking for a reason to sign up right now, now's the time. Cyber Monday. Go check it out. It's, there's a banner for it on Connect right now, and I can't remember the code, but there's a code that you enter in when you register for Family Reunion. Okay. Cool. Lucas, do we still have a few more minutes? We do. I want to give you a few things to think about, right? So we, we had spoken about the, the fall cleanup with agents' databases, which then led to this winter of renewal, which then leads to the spring explosion. It, it, it's this, I want to just hit back on it because it's the same thing with all of your recruiting pipelines. Remember, the fall cleanup was about getting all of your people organized into one data bank. And a lot of, of you did it, and some of you didn't. Some of you are still using a digital Rolodex. Here's the thing. The winter of renewal means that this is the greatest time of the year to reconnect with people who maybe you've missed. Maybe you spoke to them at the beginning of the year. These were agents that you were in a relationship with. And I know how it goes. You move on to your hots, and you forget about your nurtures and watches. You guys, now is the time. If you haven't gotten into command for leadership and updated and uploaded all your people, please do this. It's also, now you get to decide how you're going to show up for your people, meaning that inside of, of your data bank, you need to know who your VIP recruits are. Like, who are the people that you're really focused on? These might even have a custom tag within the system. Then your question should be, how did I show up for them both virtually and physically in 2019? Because with 2020 right around the corner, you get to start asking this question, how do I want to show up for my people virtually? How do I want to show up for them physically? Meaning, do I want to be sending them a newsletter? What am I going to send them? Am I going to send them little videos? How am I going to be the expert in their business and stake my flag? Part of that, I think, is this great opportunity for gift giving in December. What book are you giving your top people in the month of December? There's got to be a book, right? We know that when we talk education and we talk consulting, we win. So what's the book that you're giving to all your recruits or your VIP SOI that you need to have out there? I'll tell you this, MREA, there's nothing old about that model. That model works. And there's a lot of real estate agents, we take it for granted, who haven't read it. MREI, if you think, if realtors are out there and think the way that they're going to get wealthy is by listing and selling real estate, they're just mistaken. That might be how they get rich, but real wealth is generated by owning residential real estate. The gift of MREI is one of the most powerful gifts you can give. Then the one thing, like we talk about that because here at KW, that's gospel, but you got to spread that word. Remember, guys, it's not the only thing. It's just the one thing at the moment. And then you have the question of how do you then give the gift? Well, I'll tell you what I do. I go to kwredlabel.com. I buy those brochures that are there that talk about command. The new recruiting brochure, if you haven't seen it, it's absolutely awesome. Or the designs brochure, which I guarantee you stakes your flag in a place that no other company can keep up with. How about the book and one of those brochures, and it's either sent or hand-delivered? You cannot go wrong. Now, for you guys, for the holiday season, I want you to give yourselves a gift. It's a great book I've been reading. It's called Switch. How to Change When Change is Hard. Now, it's written by Chip and Dan Heath. If you guys don't know about The Power of Moments, that's another amazing book that these guys wrote. Here's what they get to in this book. They say that there's two minds. There's the rational mind and the emotional mind. The rational mind wants to have a great beach body, but the emotional mind wants an Oreo. 
The rational <laughs> mind wants to make changes at work, but the emotional <laughs> mind wants to leave things the way they are because it loves the comfort. You guys, this is the conversation about tech. The rational mind knows that if we don't get on board with tech adoption and technology and changing the way we do business, we're going to be out. But the emotional mind says, you know what? I'm not a tech person. I don't want to do that. This gives you guys some tried and true tactics and secrets. Give yourself the gift that is the switch. Because once you know how to throw the switches of the people around you, there is nothing you can't turn on and off. That's amazing. You're so awesome. And did you literally get off the plane from Hawaii and head to the KWRI to get on this call? I, literally. <laughs> A quick stop at the doctor's office to get some antibiotics, and now I'm here. So I'm running. Jason, I, I so appreciate all you, you're doing, and people are ordering that book right now. Appreciate you, my friend. Thank you so much for all you're doing, man. Thanks, KW. So, and Annie, you really rocked that part of the call, too. So. She does rock. <laughs> it, ladies and gentlemen, Annie Sweat, isn't she the best? Yeah. Thanks, guys. Have a great week. Okay, thanks, Jason. So, Wendy, if you're listening to all this, what's your takeaway? You know, this was great energy today. Yeah. And you know what? I loved what Chris was saying. I loved what Mike was saying. But the thing is, is that we have to love our real estate agents. We have to love our people. And you know what? It's time to get real. It's time to get real and understand that we're the leaders and that the better relationships we have and the more we show that we love our people, the easier our jobs are going to be and the more you're going to enjoy it. There's nothing better than being nice to someone versus being not nice to someone. And I think that if you truly look into your heart and see why you're doing this and how you're doing this, and there are always bad days, trust me, there are days when you want to shut the door and go, I never want to come back here again. But the fact is, is that let's get real with our people and let's really show them. We've got this month to really pour into our people and figure out what makes them happy or what helps them be happy. And it starts with us. If we're not happy and we don't show an attitude of our mindset, is, an attitude is positive about growth is good, but yet growth with the people, the, the right people. Yeah. And, and ask questions, ask what they need, ask what would make their life big. Find out how to be that piece of that puzzle. And Wendy, I'm excited about growing together with you. You're awesome. You're a pro. And uh, All of you. next week, and uh, we're going to interview a couple of, it's going to be a super fun call because we're going to have a couple of OPs that make over a million dollars out of market centers. And I'm going to be in Vegas, live from Vegas. So. <laughs> there you go. So who knows what we'll get. So, uh, <laughs> all right, we'll see you next week, Wendy. All Thanks right, guys. Bye. 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 Goodbye to Zoom. Enter your meeting ID followed by pound. Enter your participant ID followed by pound. Otherwise, just press pound to continue. You have joined the meeting as an attendee and will be muted throughout the meeting. Decision. That, and this is what I found out, Wendy, and maybe, maybe, it's not, maybe it's true for you. Is if I don't make a clear decision on what my vision for my life is, what my vision for my market centers are, what my vision for businesses are, the world stands ready to impose their vision on me, and I'm not good with that for our people. Right. That's right. This is the time. This is the time. Um, it's December. It's our last month. What are we doing for our people? What are we, what's our attitude? What's our mindset right now? And we can talk about mindset today a little bit. Yeah. So I want to start us off just with, the, with this conversation. I'm going to share a graphic that is part of your downloads today uh, that you, that you received. If you just go to Kelly and say, show me this week's download with there's, by the way, the tech team is so amazing. Cause I kind of goofed up on some things and last minute them and Christy Barrios and several others, Jasmine Huffman, they all got together and they got, make sure we have the right downloads. So I think about market centers like this, and th this just helps me using a coffee stain illustration, which uh, by the way, Gary's talking about on his think like a CEO podcast, which is amazing. M and J do an amazing job. If I start with how much profit I want to make as a market center owner, as a team leader, as an MCA, how much profit do I want to make? I know that there is a margin between my profit and what production is required. So let's pretend we have a vision, Wendy, of a million dollar market center, which is kind of the thing we're talking about now, getting more right. market centers to that. In fact, we have a team leader on today that market center is making a million dollars. Next week, we have two OPs joining us. Both of them make million dollars. We're leaning into this. How do I get these market centers to a million dollars? If that's my vision, I'm not tied to the million dollar mark. Some people make $200,000 if they think that's their vision. That's awesome. 
But if I know the goal is a million dollars, a healthy market centers on about 20% of company dollar goes to own a profit. Then I know I need to have $5 million of company dollars in order to get a million dollar market center. Or put it more simply, if I want to increase next year, write this down. If I want to increase next year by $100,000, then I need to have an additional $500,000 on a 20% margin. Then what we ask, and this is backwards from how we've done it as a growth initiative, Wendy, then we ask, okay, now, how much do I need to grow by in order to get that type of production, that kind of real estate sales, to get that type of profit? Instead of saying 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10 which I still believe in 40 and grossing 10. However, the reason is because I want to have a really big life, Wendy. That's right. And so what, what I'll do with that, and this is a download, what I'll do with that is I'll parlay this into this because, Wendy, but I have a vision with no action. That's just kind of a delusion, right? right. It's just like I'm just pretending. So this is the way I would do it. If I'm a team leader and I know I want to get two caps a month, which is still very possible, Wendy, you did that. I did that. Wait. We did do it and we still do it. And the thing is, is that you, that just has to be your mindset. It's all mindset. Instead isn't of it? having two and your mindset, all a mindset is, is what people's attitude is. What's your attitude? Is your attitude to grow by cappers or is your attitude to grow by new agents? Well, let's say, let's just do both. Yeah. Or by new agents and cappers, because here's the thing. I don't know about anybody else on this call, but I was a new agent at one time. <laughs> yes, nobody yes. would have hired new agents I wouldn't have ever been able to join Keller Williams so I was a new agent and I became a capper my first year so yeah. Mike is going to talk about that today on how many new agents he has that are now cappers which is fantastic but the thing yeah. is my attitude and it wasn't just my attitude it was the entire team and I'm hoping they're all on this call right now because they're all still at this wonderful market center we knew what we needed to do and going by cappers was just something that Honestly, Lucas, it just happened because of our attitude. Our mindset was we were going to recruit great people. And guess what? It wasn't even us. It's where they came. It was the environment that we created that's still there, alive and thriving today. And it wasn't always that way, just so you know. I'm sure there's many team leaders on this call right now that are in a market center that potentially they're taking over or they're new and they just don't know where to start. And so, Wendy, for me, and I agree with you, and you're going to talk more about this in just a bit. It's all about how I see it and my mindset. And so, right. those, and Mark Brenneman and I had a great conversation about this is how do I boil this uh, huge thing that seems to be so ethereal and out there, a million dollar market center? And if I get two caps a month over the next three years, I'll probably stand a good chance of getting there. And how do I boil this down as a team leader into how do I get this done? And I came up with this little sheet that, real it's fun because I teach team leader fundamentals. And I use this sheet in that I get this sheet from team leaders all around the nation. And it's amazing. Team leaders that were having challenges before, this sheet over time on a daily basis is actually tipping it. Because I know if I'm at a five to one conversion rate, then I need to meet with, you know, uh, what, 10 cappers every single month. If half of them don't show up for the meeting, I need to set 20 capper appointments every month. If I need to talk to three cappers to set one appointment, then I need to talk to three cappers every single day. And if half of them don't pick up their phone, that's where we come up with dial six, talk to three, set one a day, do that every day of the week, five days a week, four weeks, you set 20. That increases, and I'm watching this take place actually in front. There's a guy in Cupertino that sends me this. There's a gal in Littleton that sends me this. There's team leaders all around the nation that send me this form every day, including their OP and their maps coach. It's amazing that simply boiling it down to six dollars a day is positioning them to get that get their market centers to two caps a month, getting them to the million dollar market center. It's all attitude, isn't it? All attitude. And you have to start somewhere. Yeah. Picking up the phone is a great place to start, right? Right. And that template right now, I just saw people asking, where can they get that? Here's yeah. It's a wonderful thing to have a template. It's not a bad thing. And just start somewhere. If you have one a day, if you're not doing any right now and you start calling one a day, that's better than not. But higher, higher expectations of yourself. And so what they could do to get the template, because I knew that question would be asked, is go to Kelly. They show me this week's download. And those two templates, the profit coffee stains, as well as the team leader call sheet, will both be on there. This is my challenge. If we do this between now and the end of the year, 
And by the way, this year, December 25th is going to happen, Wendy, uh, at, at least my house. We're going to celebrate a holiday. We're going to shut everything else down. It's going to be family, too much food. I'm going to gain weight. It's going to be awesome. I'm not going to work. So I know that that holiday season is coming upon us, that if I do this one thing, I'm betting if we do that for 66 days, now to the end of the year, especially then to the end of January, I bet your family reunion looks all sorts of different. You're talking to me about attitude because, Wendy, I know knew you. Um, when you were a team leader, there wasn't a chance in the world you were going to leave your office without hitting your numbers. No, and we didn't. We didn't, and we still don't. Um, and it wasn't about – it was way before the growth initiative, by the way. Um, yeah. and I believe that <laughs> 40 and – yeah, I, way back when. This is a, when dirt was invented. But the thing is um, – 40 and 10 is still a very great thing. Obviously, it got us to where we are, right? But the thing is, is that we didn't really have appointment count back then. We really didn't have a gross count by then, but we always grew. And I think we always grew because of the environment that we were growing to. I think that the environment that we had created for people to join, it, it was an attractor and I think the attitude was attraction. The attitude was professional. The attitude was, I hate to say it, really fun. <laughs> and yeah. energy. Oh, energy was great. Gotta have fun. Yeah, gotta have fun. But I mean, sometimes it was a lot of fun. And you know what? <laughs> but you know what? That's why we're that's why we're here. And you know, I think that people that just put down two hundred thousand dollars on their goal, that's fine. But what does Gary's book say? We're supposed to aim high. Yeah. You know, just because you hit your goal doesn't mean you fail. If you don't, if you don't aim high, and I think that is what one of my mentors always told me when um, I was hired, he said, my financial goals have been met. Now it's time to meet yours. And boy, when I heard that, I thought, well, that doesn't sound, what do you mean by that? It's like, I need now my role is to make sure your financial needs are met. And so then you carry that on into your agents, into your team, into your leadership teams, and you make sure that they get what they're wanting. For some reason, those lives of people, the mentors that you've had, your life just continues to get bigger. And I think that's what we have to look at for our agents right now. Yeah, well, and what I love about what you just said about your mentor is like, all my bills are taken care of. All my, in fact, I actually heard Spooky Garrett say something similar. Say, listen, my money's fine. Now my whole role is to create big opportunities for other people. When we do that, and when we're willing to put action behind that, that's our culture. That's, that's, that's how we treat each other. It's like, Wendy, my life's fine, but I want to create a big enough opportunity so that you have it. Right. And I think by creating, like creating cappers in your market center, there's nothing better than seeing somebody cap for the first time, but then hiring a capper who brings other cappers and it's just such a wonderful thing. When you said you're going to not work on Christmas, yeah. holidays, I hope nobody on this call feels like they have to because they've already hit their numbers. And what about your entire leadership team? Go have some time with your families, your friends, do whatever you're going to do. But the pressure of not hitting your numbers should already be taken care of. Yeah. I think that the system that you just showed them could maybe, not maybe, it will get them to that point. It's only the second. It's the second of December. That's that's right. And so, and I know that we're uh, some people are saying that 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 call sheet isn't uploaded yet. So we're working on getting that. And if it's not there, I'll get it to Maps Coaching, and Maps Coaches all can get it to the people. Because right. I'm, I'm finding for me, Wendy, it's not just like I want to swing for the fences and hit a home run every single time. However, it's the small daily habits of tracking and making a commitment, like in my market center, set three appointments every day. And some team leaders think that's micro. No, no, this is going to get you what you want if you'll just trust me for a period of time or whatever it is. And so, uh, and I understand that that download now is on Kelly. So it's the second document on Kelly. And so I want every team leader that's listening to this, what would it look like every day for you to fill out that form? You to send it to your OP, send it to your MAPS coach. You could even send it to me, lucas.s at kw.com. I don't mind my emails getting jammed up. Nonetheless, what happens if we do that one habit over the next 66 days and see what happens, right? Because Wendy, you and I were having a conversation right before this. It's not necessarily the home runs that we hit. It's like that small touches of how we take care of our people. It's, it's the 
happy birthdays. It's the have a little fun with something. You know, Santa Claus may appear on one of these calls coming up. You know, and so you never know. If you never you're, know. You're nice. And so, but nonetheless, it's doing the small things over time make a huge difference, don't they? Because you've got some employees that have been with you for like for a long time. Yeah, I've got an MCA that's almost 20 years and fabulous team leaders that have been there. They started part-time and have worked their way into assistant team leaders, full-time team leaders. Um, I believe, you know, 11, 12 years is probably the least as far as except for brand new and brand new people that we've hired. But I think this time of year, we just we just celebrated Thanksgiving and hopefully everybody did something to recognize that in their market centers and recognize people that potentially needed help. I think about December, I mean, I woke up today going, I can't wait for this month because there's so much that we can do. Yeah. Great. I mean, in the market centers, I think about, are you planning a holiday party? Are you planning a special time for your ALC for the holidays? Are you going to have a cause that the market center works towards for the holidays? Um, you know, is it Toys for Tots? Is it whatever? No matter what belief is going on, the fact is, is that this is a joyous time. You can't go into any store and not see that it's the holidays. I mean, even the convenience stores. I mean, there is just, there's holidays everywhere. And it's a happy, fun time. It's not supposed to be. But the fact is, is that your attitude and your vision right now will determine everything of what happens going forward. How many agents are being touched right now? Because at the end of the year, we all know what happens. Dues, are, dues come up. Other companies right now are calling our associates to move. Why would they ever want to move? Yeah. And I think you need to ask yourself that every day. What are you doing to continually make your environment the place where people want to be and they want to thrive and they want to grow the real estate business? Yeah. So, Wendy, I'm, I'm a team leader. I'm an MCA, I'm OP, productivity coach, and I'm listening to you right now. Hall of Fame team leader. Very. You, you, what you've done is remarkable. Is it's amazing. What advice would you give me in, in this, especially in this season of how do I touch people? How do I create emotional connections to the market center? How do I do that right now? I think right now you find a cause. I mean, if you haven't done that yet, you, you'd wrap your arms around. The other thing is, is that I will tell you that this is quite a touch everybody and it's something that's near and dear. But a few years ago, it's been several years ago, we started this, but you may not realize this, but there are people in your own market center that need help just as bad as people out in the community. And when you make that recognized in your market center and you have maybe a safe box, I think we had a box that was locked, it was in the team, and people could put people's names in that need help this time of year. I tell you what, what brings the market center closer than everywhere in the culture is when you find out that you've helped some of your own there's nothing worse than knowing that somebody in your own market center could be suffering and then you're out buying toys and gifts and stuff for people that you don't know, strangers, even though that's wonderful to do and it warms the heart. But when your own people know that you're thinking about your own people first, yeah, it goes a long ways. And I believe that that is a, an environment and a culture that will be the strongest ever when you know that you're taking care of your own versus yeah. going out. So I think that that's a really good way to start right now. And it's a good time to ask. Um, a lot of people are too proud to ask. So other people may know that you don't know and they, you know, quietly tell you. And those are the things, I think those gestures of gratitude and um, kindness go a long ways this time of year. It's just, I know that that was one big, big step for us in a growing moment. And Wendy, you're, and I, I think this is really important, but you're telling me, I, I mean, I've always admired you and you, you were my regional director when I was a team leader and, and we've had a, a years of conversations, but I, I've always respected how driven you are by helping people. And you were sharing a story uh, about a puzzle piece right before this call that, that really struck a huge chord on why we do what we do, because here's the truth, team leaders, OPs, MCAs, everybody on this call, at some point along the journey, we talk about going for a four to one conversion rate. You were the one and somebody else's four to one. Right. You were beyond a number. So when we talk about four to one, it's beyond a number. You were sharing with me something really, really powerful. Would you tell our people about that? Well, behind me, I don't know if you can see it. There's a puzzle piece and it's a big wooden puzzle piece. And on it, it says, why not have a big life? Mm. And 
And how this happened was I used to talk about having a big life in the market center a lot because my mentor always said, you need to live a bigger life. You need to live a bigger life. And I was like, I think I live a big life. Well, reality is you can always live a bigger life. And this agent, I don't know, really believed a lot of my vision for a long time. I went into a market center that had been failing. Um, When I had my first ALC meeting, I said we were going to hit 200 agents by the end of the year. And literally the laughter erupted. Like, and they basically said, you're crazy. You're yeah. nuts. It's never going to happen. That's, and I kept, by the way, Wendy, that's how vision, some people who don't have vision, that's how leaders' vision causes some people to respond. They laugh at us. Yeah, and they laughed and they said, you're crazy. They literally told me I was nuts. And I said, well, it's okay. I'm nuts. It's, I can be nuts. But I kept talking about let's have bigger lives. Let's make big lives. Let's keep growing. Well, guess what? We went to 200. We not only went to 200, we went to 225. Then we were at 300. And we celebrated those milestones. Well, this person one day came in with this box and handed it to me with this letter. And literally the letter made me cry. But they said, I have been here and I've seen what's happened. I've listened to the vision. I've listened to the words of why not have a big life. I've listened to the gratitude. I've listened. And my whole entire life has changed. And so I realized I went and had this giant wooden jigsaw puzzle made and that your piece says why not have a big life because I want you to know you're the piece of that puzzle and she gave it to me and it's on a little iron stand and I know that my team leader in the market center has a piece as well and she gave everybody in her life that made that puzzle come together that piece and I'm going to tell you that why not have a big life what's the opposite of that Lucas yeah, mediocre or small life. Small, or, but the thing is, is I have that piece and I look at it every day and I realize that changing one life changed many lives because she's become a huge producer. She's become a coach. And the thing is, is that I, that big wooden piece will be with me forever. And I know exactly where it came from. I have the letter that went with it. And the fact is, is that when you know you're a piece of somebody's puzzle, I mean, now the office is at 850 agents. Now they think I'm really crazy, right? <laughs> that, that entire team is crazy because they love what they do. And it's crazy. I mean, we have an office in our region that has over 1,100 agents. Yeah. Started it, And guess what? There's a lot of big lives in, that, in those market centers. And just become a piece of somebody's puzzle. I, guess. I, I love that. And you literally have, that's, this is your home office. It's literally behind your head right now. It is. It's right behind my head. I'm going to grab it right now. It is right here. And it, it says, why not have a big line? So here's what I would tell every team leader, productivity coaches, MCAs, be the piece of the puzzle. Because here's the fun thing. How long ago did that happen, Wendy? It's probably been about seven years ago. And it still affects you today. Like every day. Back. Yep. That's sustainable energy. That's awesome. Wendy is so awesome. Stay on with me because I want to introduce her next guest. And you're 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 like one of my heroes. And so, no, I'm excited. I want to hear these guys. Yeah, so Mike Ray, who is uh from the Atlanta, Georgia area. So Mike, yeah, thank you so much for joining us on this call, my friend. Thank you, Lucas. Thank you, Wendy. So Mike, uh, in case people don't know you, I don't know how they win, you're the famous one. So tell us. Tell us about your market center, uh, your role, how long you've been in the role, all that good stuff. Sure. So Mike Ray, I'm the team leader for Keller Williams First Atlanta, also known as Keller Williams Sandy Springs. So we were the very first uh, market center that opened in the southeast region. The award-winning. Yes, you got it right. Right, yeah. will be happy with that. (laughs) Uh, I've been in the team leader role for four and a half years prior to being here in the First Atlanta Sandy Springs office. I was the team leader of Keller Williams Peachtree City, south of Atlanta. Um, I actually started there as an agent in 2012. Somebody believed in me, my team leader, Kim Estes, who became my OP when I became the team leader there. So great success, grew that market center and had a lot of fun and then had the opportunity uh, to step into the TL role two years ago now here at First Atlanta Sandy Springs and love it. We uh, surpassed 500 at the end of last year. So we're at 542 agents. And third consecutive year, uh, we will cross a million dollars. We will do it in the November transmittal and profit share. 
Oh, congratulations. And Mike, here's the reason why I'm having you on next week. I have two OPs that are going to be on that both across the million dollar mark because somebody uh, recently laughed at me for this idea of a million dollar market center getting there with helping people sell more houses. I mean, that's basically the team leader role. That's the productivity coach role. Help people sell more houses and we can get to a million dollars. People inside our market center, people outside our market center, right? Right. And, you know, we teach our agents from the MRA book, how to build a millionaire real estate agent team. I was able to do that as an agent with a business partner, uh, as a, you know, as a realtor. And so why not model the things that we're taught uh, to do as agents in our market centers and attaining the million dollar market center is absolutely possible. Yeah. Well, and Mike, here's, here's the thing. I think a lot of team leaders get very frustrated because Wendy and I are wired the same way. It's like, I set a goal and if I don't hit it, I'm like in depression the next day. It's like, here, and I want people to write this down. Pity makes no one powerful. Wow. Yeah, that's good. A plan makes a person powerful. So I could feel sorry for you that you did hit your goal, or I could give you a tool like I just introduced. Make six dials a day, talk to three cappers a day, set one capper appointment a day, and you'll probably hit all your goals. So, Mike, what are you doing in your market center to get this type of, I mean, a million dollars in November. That's great, great. That's awesome. What the heck are you doing? It must be different in Atlanta, Georgia than everywhere else. Oh, no, it's not different. Shift. <laughs> we have all the major competitors. Uh, we have all the big iBuyer programs. So it's not different. I think it goes back a lot to what you and Wendy were talking about at the first of the call. It, it really is about mindset. You know, when I got here, that was one of the very first things that we started talking about, first with our staff leadership team and then to our ALC and then on a broader level to the home market center, that it really it's about believing. I have the word behind me in my office. One of my age uh, leadership team gave it to me. We we had to believe that we were the market center that was 500 agents. We had to believe that we were a million dollar market center. We had to believe we were going to close a billion dollars in closed transactions. When you believe that, when you hold on to that belief and put that in your mindset, you're unstoppable. Well, and that that's thing that Wendy alluded to is once I have a vision in my mind and I could see it, the question isn't whether I could get that vision. The question is, now, how do I do that on a daily basis? Right. Right. It's like the commitments to this, how do I get there and boil it down to a small actionable item? Right. And, you know, I'm, I am truly a KW product. I, I came to real estate and came to KW. So this is what I know. And so so many of the things you all were talking about at the start of the call resonate deeply with me because it really is about clarity, right? And clarity around our goals and the consistency that I learned from lead generation basics as a new agent, they carry on as the team leader role. And being consistent in this role is what will lead to that success, right? And having clarity, not just in my mind, but clarity with my whole team clarity with my ALC, because together we're all accomplishing these goals. It's not just me doing it. I have this huge support team that's pushing me towards that success, that's holding me accountable to that success, that's celebrating and talking about that success. And then it disseminates out from my office to everybody else in the market center. So Mike, okay, you said a powerful word. We're going to go off script here. Team leader, there's productivity coaches here, MCAs, OP seniors. What, as a team leader, are you really clear about on a daily basis you have to do? So I'm really clear on my appointments that I'm going to be setting for recruiting. I'm really clear on... And how many, by the way, do you set per day, just out of curiosity? So two a day. Our, my goal, I have our market center does 16 a month. My assistant team leader is responsible for 20. I'm responsible for 40. So I've got to set my two appointments to do my 10 every single week to stay on long goal. Um, so uh, for me, it's clarity on doing my lead gen every day. Um, it's clear to me as well. I, I got some interesting clarity from Gary Keller's top 200 profit market center mastermind we just did. I know a lot of folks did that. It was really amazing to watch him demonstrate graphically the role of the team leader from being a mentor to a consultant to a coach. And so a lot of what I'm doing is outside of just recruiting everything, the clarity I have around that is when I'm talking to agents, am I mentoring them? Am I consulting them? Am I coaching them? And who am I driving them to for the right support they have? That's the leverage piece of what we teach, right? How am I making sure their needs are being met so they're successful? 
So I'm super clear on that. I'm super clear on giving the support to my leadership team so that they can do their jobs and I'm not in their way. Um, and I'm super clear on making sure that I am um, exhibiting the energy in the market center that needs to be exhibited every day. I need to come with my A game. I need to be on top of my energy so that the whole market center feels that. When I'm off, everybody feels off, right? That's yeah. kind of head of the, the organization that trickles down and that's a reality. So I have to come every day prepared for success and talk success every day. That's so like, okay, because we're way off script here, but this is good. So, but you've got 500 plus agents. Whitney just talked about how crazy her world is 800 plus agents. I'm betting that there is a possibility just to imagine a world in which you might have things that come up that could distract you from setting two appointments a day. Is that true? Oh, every day. Absolutely. I've already had Right. So I'm, I'm surprised there's somebody not at your door now like this. Hey, Mike, got a minute, got a minute. <laughs> my front desk coordinator, who's amazing, is keeping everybody away from the door. <laughs> yeah. So let's get very real. Right. Feet on the ground. There's team leaders out there like setting three appointments a day, setting two appointments a day, getting two caps. Man, I got so many things to do. How do you guard yourself for that? So in my time blocking and my calendar, I don't always think in an hour increment or a two hour increment, I break it down into 15 minute increments. Mm. If I have 15 minutes uninterrupted, it can be a rare thing some days, right? So I need to be super purposeful in those 15 minutes. And you can make three phone calls or send three emails or return three text messages and you can set an appointment. And then I might have 15 minutes more the next hour. So it's just making sure that through my day, my calendar is time blocked so that I can make my numbers. And that way, when the interruptions come, I can genuinely say, hey, give me 15 minutes and I can get to you on that. And then I'm still meeting the expectations of agents who might need, you know, a little touch or a little assistance. And what I love about that, Mike and Wendy, you chime in here too, is you are setting an example that has, our industry is known to be Pop-Tart agents. They just go here, they go here, they go here, they go here. And my contention, it's because they learn it from Pop-Tart team leaders. And so you're controlling your schedule, which is an amazing model for you to be a consultant to your top people. Well, and they need to see that consistency in me because then I can have a genuine conversation with them of where I see the inconsistency in them. It's, it's hard for me to go to them and say, well, you know, you should be doing this, this, and this when I'm not modeling that for them, right? Uh, you're rushing around, so. Right. So, so Mike, just in, in closing, because we've got a couple other guests that we're bringing on, and you, you've added so much value to me. If there was one thing that you could tell our market center leaders right now in context of growth, that if they focused on that and make everything else easier or unnecessary, you're a team leader of a million, you've got an amazing OP with Gene and, and you've got an amazing market center. What's the one thing that you think right now, December 2nd, 2019, uh, 1031 Mountain Time, what's that one thing you think we need to be focused on? So I think um, definitely making sure that you have clarity around the whole mentoring productivity piece of it. Yeah. Uh, we alluded to the fact that, you know, in the last 12 months, I've had 18 new agents who have capped. They're brand new agents to the business. Productivity coaches, please hear what Mike just said. How many agents did you have? 18 caps in the last 12 18 new agents capped. So basically, you're not running a productivity coaching program that's drama-filled. You're running a productivity coaching program that's productivity-filled. That's awesome. Right. And it starts with a very basic mentoring. Again, back to Gary's conversation with us at the top 200 market center piece. It's a lot of clarity for me because there is so much need for a new agent just to know what do I do next. And sometimes it's not a broader coaching. It's a digging deep into their lives and helping them launch their business. And I love that at this market center, the coaches that mentor them are out of my top 20%. So they're hearing from top agents and here's how I'm successful. Let me help you be successful. It gives our top agents an opportunity to come from contribution and it gives our new agents an opportunity to learn from somebody who's killing it in this business. And so for me, you know, when I talk to, to team leaders that are struggling in this area, just keep it super simple. Success is simple, but be super consistent in what you're doing. And that mentoring piece is an everyday dig in deep with the new agents and you know, pull all the parts together, pull in your top agents, pull in your new agents, because it's 
all of us together, we're the family, we are a market center and together we're stronger if we can all build it together. And so I try not to keep anybody mutually exclusive, but find ways to keep us all growing and moving together in the same direction. Mike Ray, you are a rock star, man. I sure appreciate you taking time. Thanks for adding so much value to all, uh, to our people. Just keeping it clear, keeping it simple. Thank awesome. you, my friend. Thanks, Mike. Yeah. So, Wendy, what do you think? Well, I think it's great, and I think it's funny that Mike said that behind him was the the word believe. And so I turned around. <laughs> <That's awesome. laughs> no, one of my amazing team leaders in the region gave me this last year, and I think that word honestly tells you thank you for where you're taking it and the belief. And when he said that, I turned around and that was right behind me. And so kind of behind me is everything that people have given me and the books that I have and my kids have made me. It's kind of my inspiration bookcase. It may not be very neat, but it's all those things that they're important to me and little, little mementos of thank yous, I believe. I feel so shallow because all that's behind me are the cancer. <laughs> I know. That's you so smart. Hey, hey, speaking of somebody who's believing, I want to bring a, a rock star, another rock star in this, in this conversation. So Chris Suarez yeah. uh, is on the call. So Chris, thank you so much for taking time out of your busy day and adding to all of us. Thank you. Absolutely. Happy to be here. So Chris, I, when I think of opportunity in Keller Williams, uh, your name flashes across my mind because it seems like you kind of got involved with pretty much a lot of different opportunities. So tell us a little bit about 